Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Underhood Show on a Friday morning from Indianapolis, the PRI Show. Nick, it's been a fun time, man, so far. Man, it has been a lot of fun, a lot of work. My feet were really hurting after yesterday. We still got two more whole days to go, Phil. How are we going to do it? Mine were hurting at 11 o'clock yesterday, so not about <laughs> you. But hey, anyway, everybody, welcome to the show. We have some special guests today. We got a real special guest here right now. We have another 2024 Hoosier Hero driver, Braden Eichler. Braden, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, it really it's, is cool. It is cool to be one of the top drivers for, for Hoosier. And uh, I, I guess at uh, seven years old, I think you're probably the youngest one of those Hoosier drivers, I think, right? Yeah. So uh, you drive a quarter midget, right? Yep. And uh, how much fun is that? A lot of fun. Isn't it? Yeah. It's, uh, it's fun. It's exciting. Do you get, would you get nervous when you get to the start line? Sometimes I do, but not really. Not really? And I think I know the stat. You won 22 features last year. Um, I think I won, um, like, last year, I think I won in 2023. Yeah, in 2023. Yeah, I won 22. 22 A feature. Wow. That's a, wow. How did you, you do that? Um, I don't know. I just... Just got in the car and hammered. I just listened ham- to my parents and, and did what my parents say and... It got me to the front and and had me win all those races. Well, I think you got some pretty good experience behind you with your dad, don't you? Yeah, I yeah, do. Exactly. So, uh, what's exciting for twenty twenty four? Which when's your first race? When you get to go and all that? My first race is in twenty twenty four. That's a good question. I think it's maybe in New Smyrna. I don't really know. I think it's in New Smyrna in March. Yeah, I got you. So you're from Mooresville, North Carolina. Yep. And there's a good. Uh, a big fan I have that lives used to live there. Of course, still lives there. I think. You know who that is? Kyle Larson. Well, I love Kyle Larson too. There's somebody a little older than Kyle mm. and drives a three car. Dale Earnhardt. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My son. You'll see it up here on the screen. He drives a three car, like the old Wrangler car too. We're we're big Earnhardt fans. So you're, that's got to be pretty cool to live in North North Carolina too, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of history there and stuff too. So, what's your favorite part about racing? Probably um, winning and being with family. Yep. You know, that's very cool, too. Do you, when you're going into that first corner in that G-Force hits you sideways, do you get yourself excited or you just, it's just natural now for you winning that many races? It's pretty much starting to get natural, yeah. Yeah. So after the quarter midgets, have you thought about where you want to go next or anything? I'm probably going to late models next. Late models. Really? All right. So, uh, no, no modifieds, no uh, stock cars, but, nope. but right into late models. Huh? Yep. You just love the late models, huh? Yep. Yeah. So, you know, we had a gentleman, I can't think of his name now, was over here yesterday. He's 14 and he's driving late models. So you're not too far behind him, are you? No. No. So uh, uh, what did you what did you drive before the quarter midgets? I didn't drive anything. That's my first thing. That's your ever first driving. thing. Yeah. And you've been driving since you're four. Yeah. That's pretty cool, too. That's Nick, impressive. Nick, what do you think about that? Man, that's pretty impressive. I wish I could have started when I was four, you know, but uh, you definitely, you're, uh, you started early, so you're learning a lot of things. You're, you're uh, picking up a lot of experience. You're right there in Mooresville, so you got all of those uh, racers right there to help you out. Man, pretty incredible. Where, where do you want, where do you want to be when you get older? Where, where do you want to make it to? What's your goal? I'll probably make it to NASCAR, probably well, at one point. I would think that at your age and doing what you're doing, I think that's a great goal, uh, you know, and it's going to take a lot of work. But you know what? With your attitude and where you want to go and everything else like that, I think you can do it. You know, I really do. And you know what's going to be funner for me is to watch you grow 
and uh, you know meeting all you uh, hero drivers and stuff. It's going to be fun to now follow you guys and follow everybody uh, through that pack. So I'm going to be excited to see where you go this year and follow you. I'm sure your mom's got everything all dialed in on, on social media and everybody to follow you. Uh, Braden Eichler, I'm sure we can Google him or we can Facebook him, all right, and find you out there so people can follow you do and follow your races throughout the year. Yep. So do you, uh, the day of the race, What do you get prepped up or anything like that to get going? No, it's all just conserving my energy. Conserving your energy, right? Yep. I get it. Do you eat certain things before you go? Not really. Not really, just whatever you want to eat and go. Of course, when I was your age, I couldn't eat enough. I couldn't gain enough weight to do it. Now I got, I got this belly. I can't, I can't, <laughs> that's not a problem. But back when I was your age, I could just eat and eat and eat. So I get it. Just eat anything and just go, right? Yeah. And drink a lot of water, right? Just get hot in the car. Yeah. Like, even when it's really cold out and I'm in there for a long time, I'm still sweating. Oh, yeah, you're still sweating. But, yeah, it's just when, I, when I used to get in the cars, too, I would sweat. I, I'd get up to start line. My, my feet would start shaking because I was kind of nervous. So I'd get the jitters out and get going. That's why I asked you how you got got started and everything else in that first turn and stuff. I always get nervous getting that first turn. Woo, what am I going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? <laughs> so, do, you have any, do you have any superstitions? I know some people say you can't eat chicken on race day or you can't eat peanuts or the color green is bad. Like, Do you have any do you have anything you do that you know is good luck? Just don't eat anything green. It's not, nothing green, huh? Yeah, nothing green. When I was racing go-karts, I didn't believe in any of that until one day somebody told me it was bad luck to eat peanuts on race day, and I wanted to prove him wrong, so I ate a bunch of peanuts. And you know what happened when I went on the racetrack? What? The engine fell off. What? <laughs> the engine <laughs> fell off. So from that day on, I was superstitious. I'm superstitious, too. I don't eat chicken on race day. Even though I'm not driving anymore, my son drives, we don't eat chicken on race day. No yeah. chicken. No. no, no, no chicken, but no, nothing green. I didn't hear that one. Nothing green. Uh, some, some people say it, but you know, but then you have guys out there like Steve Kinzer who, you know, their whole program was green and you know, they want everything. I so too. I don't know, you know, it just kind of depends on who you are, I guess. So anyway, Braden, it's pretty cool that you're one of the hero drivers for 2024 for Hoosier. Uh, you know, we're big Hoosier fans too, and stuff like that too, but uh, excited to see where you're going to go. I can't wait to follow you down the pack. Uh, do you have a, uh, like a list of sponsors you want to thank that help you get on the racetrack and everything? Yeah, I've got a lot. I've got Hoosier Tires, CSI Shocks, Ultimate Quarter Visit, Flash Engines, and probably just my dad. What about your mom? And my mom. They yeah. work. How about you? Don't you have a little sister too? Yeah. Doesn't she cheer you on out there in the sidelines, cheering you on and everything? Yeah, those three work super hard for me. Yes, I'm, I'm sure they do. And uh, like I said, you got some pretty good experience with your dad behind you. Help you, yeah. help you bring you up through the ropes and stuff. So, so you're gonna go late models. What you think next? Right? Yep. And uh, have you have you even sat in a late model yet? No. Oh, you need to get your dad. Dad, we need to get him in a late model. We got to get him setting in there. At least getting getting the feel for it, you know. So then you think what? Well, I think the next thing would be NASCAR trucks. I might try for a few years, yeah. Yep, exactly. So, how long do you think before you're gonna you're just gonna keep working quarter midgets? Then you might go into something a little different after the quarter midgets. Yeah, I don't know when though. Yeah, it's gonna be quick. And what, Nick, what would be the next step after quarter midgets for him? Well, probably, probably mi micro, probably micro or a midget. We, we or... gotta see it the chili bowl. We love to go to. Chili. Have you been to the chili bowl? No. Um, we gotta go to. The, you gotta race the quarter midget at chili. No, it's a micro at Chili Bowl. Okay. Shootout, yeah. yep. It's a shootout and stuff. That would be fun to see you do that, too. Guess what tire they're on? Hoosier. Hoosier. That's right. The Hoosier <laughs> tire. That's exactly right. The Hoosier tire. So, anyway, you got a lot of sponsors, a lot of stuff. Excited for you where you're, where you're going to go. But uh, I, get, I I don't know how many years you'll be doing this Hero Drivers, but I'm sure Brain has got to be the 
Braden's got to be the youngest one. I think he's the youngest one. This is the second year for it. So I'm sure you're the youngest one. So, yeah. So what are the questions you got, Nick? What do we got to 22 wins last year? That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So uh, you run a few different classes when you go race, right? Yep. So which one is your favorite? Is there one that has more horsepower than the other, which you can go faster? I like, it's not the fastest car, but it wins a lot. It's won most of my races this year. And it's my junior animal car. Awesome. What's that car? It's a G. What'd you say it's called again? A junior animal. Junior animal. Yeah. How many? How many wins did you win in that one? I probably whole year. I don't know. Probably around eleven or something. So are you racing dirt and asphalt? Uh, just asphalt. Yeah. Just asphalt. Yeah. So do you have your favorite track yet? Uh, probably NCQMA. It's it's a tie between NCQMA. Um. What's it called? Okay, Music City and the one I can't think of is... That's okay. I Mini Indy. Big Indy? It's Mini Indy. Mini Indy in Indianapolis, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I've been to Indianapolis too, watched that race there several times. But you, you raced just on another little track inside of, of Indianapolis, right? Yeah. That's pretty cool. So is it all oval? Do you do some road course stuff too or... Um, I don't do any road course. I it's just all do oval. oval. Yeah, just oval. That's, that's I'm with you too. I don't like that. Road did you get to come too. out to? Uh, did you get to come out to Kansas last year and race? No. You didn't come out to Kansas. No. No, we're gonna have to get you. That's where we're from. Okay, so we have to get you out to Kansas and go race out there sometime. Right. Of course, you're gonna be. We're gonna. It's gonna be fun to follow you, Braden, and see where you go, how you do, and all that kind of stuff. Anything? What's your? I'm gonna say. What's your favorite thing about racing? Probably winning. Oh. <laughs> That is kind of tough, and we got to yeah. win all the time, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> tough. yeah. So, uh, what else can you can you, you want to tell our listeners and watchers? I guess I should say anything else about your career. Anything excites you? Uh, good question. That's probably a hard question. It's, what? Right. What's your most your phone thing is winning? What about second thing? What's your second favorite thing about racing? Um, probably being with family. Yeah, that's that's a great call. It's everything else, Nick. What else we got for Braden? Well, I think that's about it, buddy. I'll congratulate you on your nomination for being a Hoosier hero. Thank you for being such a brand, a good brand ambassador for us. That's really important. And uh, we can't watch, wait to watch you uh, move up through the ranks and see where you go. We're going to be rooting you on the whole way. And uh, if you ever get an opportunity to come out to Kansas, stop by and see us, okay? Yeah, I will. Well, and we're going to have to follow him, too. So if we get, he's close anywhere near us, then we can go watch him, too, yep. and see where he goes. We'll come check you out. It's fun to follow our Hoosier drivers and stuff, too. Yeah. So, Braden, again, congratulations. Excited for you. You need to get back on that simulator again and see if you can get her done and get a faster time, okay? Yeah. So, hey, buddy, thank you for hanging out with us. Very fun. Excited for you. And everybody, stay tuned. we got another Hoosier driver coming up here shortly, and we're going to be doing this live all day long. So, everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you in about 30 to 45 minutes with our next 2024 Hoosier Hero Drivers of 2024. Braden, thank you, buddy. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. You bet. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Underhood Show presented by Mel Hamilton Ford Racing. We're live at PRI. Nick, it's been a fun time so far again. Here we go. So far, my feet still hurt. They haven't gotten any better. No, they're not going to. So trust <laughs> me, it's going to go from your feet, to your ankles, to your knees. So just be ready. Yeah. Anywhere on session number two, we're with Isabella Robusto. Did I say that right? Yes. All right. And you race a Toyota GP, correct? Uh, I race a Toyota GR86. GR86. I actually race a bunch of different cars, but that's one of them. That's one of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, very good. So you've been racing a long time at a very young age. So how'd you start out? Well, first of all, 
Congratulations, 2024 Hoosier Hero Driver. You're with a pretty select, pretty classy group there over there. There's a lot of talent behind the wheel. Aren't yes. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, just being part of this group with all these amazing drivers is uh, really humbling, and um, I'm super excited for 2024. Good. We'll find out about what your schedule is for 2024. But let's first, you started out at a young age racing. When did you first start racing? Uh, so I started in go-karts, uh, when I was really little, but yeah. I always make the joke that I started from when I was born cause I beat my twin brother. Uh, I do. Yeah. Very cool. Does he race? He also races. Well, cool. Um, so we actually raced basically every single race together up until we were 12. So, 12, yeah. uh, super cool, but started in go-karts and then, uh, fell in love with racing and got pretty good at it and won a whole bunch. And then, uh, at eight years old, I moved up into a bandolero with okay. US legend cars and then, Got really good in that as well. Started winning uh, a lot and actually got to move up a year early into the legend cars uh, at 11 years old. Took about a year to kind of get the handle of that car. But once I did, I started winning a bunch again. Yeah. Um, and then uh, when I was 13, I joined Rev Racing, the NASCAR Drive for Diversity team. And That's cool. yeah. raced with them for couple years uh two years in late models and then late mall so you have to go to late mall asphalt i dirt? have uh asphalt all asphalt, asphalt. Yep. so all you've done is asphalt no yeah dirt? there's no there's no part of me that wants to get on dirt no right dirt now. really no. <laughs> why not i don't know just something about it um i'm all for road courses and ovals but dirt just doesn't it's not your it's thing. not really my thing so, so that's got, okay that's why we got so many types <laughs> of racing right yes yeah, yes so so anyway so now you're in the late model yeah, so in the late model, uh, two and a half years ago now, uh, Toyota picked me up. Uh, they actually called me the day before I was supposed to sign with Rev Racing again uh, and said that they would offer me a full ride. Um, so cool. went with them, did a full year of legend cars, or sorry, late models in 2022. Yeah. Did really well. Got a couple wins. And um, then 2023 didn't quite go as planned. We uh, had two or three races at the start of the year. Uh, I was about to win the pro late model race in Cars Tour, and I came one lap short and got a really bad concussion. Oh, um, no. So I've been out for eight and a half months now, but a couple weeks ago, we got back into the car for the first time. and Cleared to go and race. Yeah, cleared to go and race. Um, we ran Nashville uh, the first week of November just to get a race under our belt before sure. the end of the oh, year. Yeah. And, uh, we've feel, just good? Seen, yeah, feel, feel good? Felt okay. great. Yeah, feel good? Yeah, it felt great to get back into yeah. the car and uh, it was probably the longest eight months ever. Oh, um, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, but ready to get back into the car. Um, so, great. So, what's 2024 look like? 2024 is very action-packed. Uh, we'll start out with Speed Weeks. I'll run with Donnie Wilson okay. um, yep. for Speed Weeks. And then uh, start my ARCA career off at Phoenix. First. This year? I will. <laughs> this year. Very cool. So, Phoenix. So, when is that? What, uh, that's Phoenix the race? first week of March. So, it'll be at Phoenix in the ARCA car. I'll run with Venerini for that one. How many ARCA races you got scheduled? I've got seven scheduled. So oh, it'll be yeah. super exciting yeah. to run that. And then uh, Cars Tour picks up that same weekend. So I'll race in Phoenix Friday. And then Saturday, um, I'll race at Southern National in the Cars Tour. Okay. So excited to get back to that. I only got three races in last year before I got hurt. So excited to run uh, that. I Doing the whole season except for two that I have to miss for other races. And then 
Uh, start of April, I will start my GT4 racing and race full time in GT4. Okay, tell our watchers what's GT4. What's the kind of, well, so we, we've thrown a lot of stuff yeah. at them already with <laughs> initials and names and stuff. They probably don't understand, but GT4 is what. So GT4 America, it's an SRO program, so similar to IMSA, uh, where you race multiple different types of cars and manufacturers race together. Okay. So I will be driving in a Toyota Supra, but you're racing against AMGs, 911s, multiple different types of cars. Sure. I think there's seven different manufacturers, and then... Yeah, and this is road racing. Yeah, so this is road racing. And where um, will you start that at, again? So, where would you start? What, what race track do you start So, at? we'll start that one at Sonoma this year. Sonoma. Cool. So, we run, we run all the big racetracks, uh, Coda, Sonoma, VIR, Sebring. Um, there's 14 races in that, so uh, it will be very exciting, for sure, in that. Um, and then... You also have a teammate in that car, so you'll do driver changes um, as well oh. during that type of racing. You so. are going to be busy next year. I'll be very busy. Um, I think it's like 59 races or something wow. like that. So, yeah, be very okay. busy. Oval road race. What's your favorite? Uh, it depends on what part you're asking me about because <laughs> okay. I like them both for multiple different reasons. Road course is fun just the way that you get to go left and right, and there's a lot more. Uh, that kind of goes into it with the shifting and all of that. But I like kind of the racing style of ovals where you can kind of knock into each other, kind of rub. Hey, rubbing is racing, racing, right? Rubbing's <laughs> racing on ovals, but it's definitely not on road courses. So, yeah, road courses um, can do that. Yeah. It's, it kind of depends on what sense you're asking. Got a favorite track? Oval or road course? Both. Either one. All right. Uh, oval, I would say Hickory. Hickory. I think okay. I have thousands and thousands of laps i could probably tell you where every pothole is <laughs> draw it out on a map but uh yeah i get that is definitely my favorite oval um i've had some pretty good success there and then road course wise i'd probably say sonoma it just is like a giant go-kart track and i grew up doing go-karts for years so yeah. um definitely love kind of the elevation change in there yeah got gotcha. you favorite car how about that Favorite car, late model stock. Late model stock, really? Yeah. All right. That seems to just kind of be a trend with, you know, everybody that's in the pavement late model thing. And no yeah, matter what really they've fun. raced in the past, it's just like, we like I like that late model. <laughs> I like that pavement late model. Yeah. So in a late model, is that a Toyota too? It is. Yeah. So you got to sign everything right now since you signed with Toyota. You pretty much got to drive a Toyota. Yeah. So everything that I drive uh, on the racetrack and off the racetrack are Toyotas. Okay. So let's, let's switch gears here a little bit. We kind of got an exciting 2024. Yes. That's kind of, to me, I look at that as a short-term goal. Mm -hmm. What's your long-term goal? Where are you, where are you headed? Long-term goal is to race in Cup. Um, Cup's obviously going 50-50 with road course and oval, so yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I think that if I can be very good in the road course stuff and also very good in the oval, that'll shine. So um, definitely going to Cup and not really, don't have a time limit of how long time it's going to take. Sure, but you never know. I definitely want to learn everything I can on each level of the yeah. ladder basically on the way up yeah so you got to drive you're going to drive seven arcas yes. are you going to any xfinity this year no none so what about next year uh next year i think i'll do more arca stuff kind of get out of the late models uh do more time arca probably a couple truck races here and there and then uh the following year probably start doing more trucks and xfinity and just kind of see how that I mean, goes see how that goes and grow into it from there but your initial your long-term goal is to get the cup yes well this is what we said to most everybody we've interviewed so it's fun to meet you and it's going to be fun to follow you more than anything. You see how you grow and everything else from that standpoint. But, you know, we, we're Mel Hamilton Ford, so it's kind of hard to say the Toyota. But that's okay. It's <laughs> yeah. all good competition from that standpoint, too, uh, from that part. But it's going to be fun to watch you, see you grow, especially as young as you are, as long as you've been racing and everything else, too. But I'm excited just for one part is to see a woman really excel in, this, Absolutely. in, 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 the, in these sports. And it's 
you always got to, is it hard being a woman sometimes or not? Or I'm just asking, I'm not saying it is or isn't, but does it seem harder when you get in with a bunch of the guys and all that kind of stuff? Or uh, I feel like the boys want to race you a little bit harder just because they don't want to be beat by a girl, but I've kind of used <laughs> that to my advantage over the years. Sure I, I know too. the boys like to push me around, so it's taught me to not be pushed around and take the spot on the track that I want. So I feel like being a girl has actually helped me more because okay. the boys are going to race me harder every single time. And so uh, I've just learned more of my racecraft and more ideas and different ways that I can change my driving style uh, to help me and... So I don't feel like it's a disadvantage for me at all. So That's let's cool. go. Let's let's kind of build on that a little bit. So you said you have a twin brother and yes. you guys race against each other. So have there ever been any like real big sibling rival? Have there ever been any like awkward <laughs> dinner times, you know, <laughs> like silent dinners at the family or? Oh, there's definitely been a bunch of those. But uh, <laughs> I, think, I think we've got I, we've probably only taken each other out uh, probably four or five times and the eight years that we raced together and i'm sure dad's just so, over there and those were those were very awkward times we definitely didn't mean to but also kind of meant to take each other out so um those, yeah we kind of laugh about those now but there's definitely a little bit but more so everything just becomes a competition it doesn't matter what it is oh, yeah. um so is he still racing he is that's it okay he good. is so what, what's he i understand he changes subject it's supposed to be about you but it's kind of curious <laughs> what's he doing uh so he's running the mazda cars and then he also runs in the gr86 series okay cool Very cool what about 24 hours of le mans or 24 hours of, of daytona or something like that uh Ever thought about that yeah i think that would be a really cool opportunity to go do uh maybe in the future just kind of to continue with just some of the road course stuff for fun so okay so what about what about indy cars thought about that or anything or um no 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 open wheels not really opens no wheels i get it this is again just asking these questions to find out different things different avenue stuff too i think it's cool you're going to cop big huge cop fan uh try to watch as much as i can and follow everything that i can from that point so uh uh let's roll in one more time congratulations on everything how about some people you want to thank to help you get up in the race car and all that good stuff uh first my parents my sure. mom and dad have done a ton my grandpa as well comes to Almost all of my races. Uh, my brother, I guess, for bringing out my competitive side when I was little. Uh, <laughs> but Toyota, everything that Toyota's done, sure. uh, Yahoo, Mobile have been huge supporters of me for the last two and a half years. And hopefully we can continue the partnership in the future with them. I'm sure you can. You keep doing right. And then uh, I think the biggest thing with the racers today is uh, as I watch from the NASCAR side, it's, it's an image that you put out there. It's so no different. We look at people come when they want us to sponsor them with their race cars and stuff like that. It's an image. It has to be a partnership and that kind of thing. And I think as good as you are, as young as you are, and as, where you're full of energy and stuff, I just don't know why somebody wouldn't want to keep you and keep you behind the wheel of a car. Yeah, Absolutely. I think it's going to be great having Hoosier too um, with me this year. And being a Hoosier hero is going to mean a lot. And uh, just being able to support them throughout the year is going to be huge too. Yeah, I think so too. It's uh, you know we're, we're the distributor for Kansas, Colorado, and Nebraska. That's why we're part of this. Uh, who's your hero thing it's it's fun for them to let us be a part of that but uh who's your family is a, is a great family part of but there's a lot of good racers you can uh, affiliate yourself with and stuff in that part too absolutely part. so uh what else anything nick any other questions or anything for isabella um not really i just uh you know i'm really excited to see where you go i'm really excited to watch you um Hopefully, you know, we're from Kansas, so hopefully you come around and Look race close. And yeah, I'll race uh, Kansas is my last ARCA race. I'll be out there. You race ARCA in Kansas, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'll be my uh, is that May? last race. No. Uh, I'm trying to remember what that is. It's like August. Is it August? Okay. I think it's, like, yeah, it's later. It's like, 
October. So it's November. the October race. Yeah, it's like yeah. somewhere near there. I don't have all that scheduled in my head, but they, I guess we do race Kansas mm-hmm. twice, don't we? So yeah. you're coming the late. So whatever the second one is, I'll be at. Well, we'll have to see if we're free and not racing <laughs> somewhere ourselves, Nick. So we'll have to come see if we yep. can watch you race and stuff. No, we can at least watch you on the, on the TV in the trailer. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, once again, thanks for coming and hanging out with us. Congratulations on being a Hoosier 2024 hero driver. Very proud of that. I'm sure you are and your mom and dad are. So excited to watch you grow and see where you end up. It's going to be fun and everything else, too. So thanks for hanging out with us. Congratulations and uh, good luck on 2024. Thank you. Thank you very much. Nick, it's a fun day. We're just day number two of three. Are you, is your knees still hurting or it's just your ankles or it's your feet? Where That's, you we're, we're up to about the knees at this point and then the lower back is starting to give out. But uh, we're making it. All right. We're making it. Interview number three for today for the 2024 Hoosier Hero Drivers, Tracy Gadu. Tracy, welcome. Thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, I guess first, just tell us about your racing career. We'd love to hear about it. And uh, and I'll tell you, our, our watchers and our listeners, you and I can sit here and converse about all these GT, but you know, we got to kind of explain what these cars are so they understand what you race. Because I, I make makes sense. We're dirt racers from Kansas. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, my car is pretty easy to explain. It's okay. it's a bought it from a dealership. Really? What yeah. Is it? It's a 2008 C6 Z06 Corvette. Z06. Oh, right. Yeah, it's a Z06. Z06. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty and cool. And so you can buy automatic. Oh, it's all they're all they're all stick. Oh, that's right. Z06 are all stick, aren't they? Yeah. 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 So okay. anyone could buy one at the sure. time back then. And uh, so they're, they're every, I think people have seen that type of car. I've modified it quite a bit, though, over the years, and have especially you? the past three to five years. I've really put a lot into it. So just to make it a little bit more competitive and more performance. So is this a car you bought brand new off I, the lot? And exactly. Window sticker and everything? I saw that car in a dealership in the front, and I was drawn to it by the color. It's atomic orange, so it's really a beautiful color. The thing is, I didn't know how to drive a stick shift, but I thought, you know what? I can learn because I, I walked up to it and I'm thinking, man, I could kick some, you know what, in this yeah. car, right? Yeah. So I thought, but I got to learn how to drive it. So I did, and I did it mainly through autocross in the beginning, autocross quite a bit, won a national championship within Triple C, National nice. Council Corvette Clubs. Um, <clears throat> you really learn how to drive a car that way. And then I started to go to tracks and do high-performance driving education days or weekends and just to get my feet wet out there and learn how to drive on a track. Then did some schools as well. And then slowly uh, I w- went into time trials with NASA, National Autosport Association. Um, and then now I'm wheel-to-wheel racing with NASA and, and super limited class. And I also hill climb the car with SCCA and the Appalachian Hill Climb Series. So you hill climb and wheel-to-wheel. road race with yeah. the same car. Same car. Wow. Yeah, and it seems to work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious these modifications you've done, what those are. I uh, added a new motor uh, with uh, from Lingenfelter Performance Engineering. It's a, an Eliminator Spec R motor. It's an LS7 427, but it's it's got some magical things in that motor that make it very, very, very quick. It's so, those magical things that make all the difference. I don't really want to talk about them. No, but. we don't want to give away your speed secrets. No, no secrets. We, we get the secrets because we got our own. Okay. We have magical things too. Yeah, I just you know you can't say you can't tell everything. So, uh, right. but uh, yeah, I've, I've upgraded the shocks, Penske double adjustable shocks and coilovers and. Um, what else, man? Yeah. I, I mean, Alcon brakes, um, uh, so where course you, exhaust. I mean, it just, it, the list goes on and on. Sure. Oh, yeah. And, and you got to probably a whole list of more things you can still do to it, right? 
a few things, but things. not many more. I not mean, many more. you've yeah. got to kind of max to it. Uh, almost, almost. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're all. Do you race, or where's your heart of your racing at? We race primarily with Nats Southeast. It's in the uh, at uh, Roebling Road in near Savannah, Carolina Motorsports Park uh, in Kershaw, South uh, South Carolina. Yeah. No, sorry, yeah, South Carolina. So, yeah. Um, we also go down to Road Atlanta. Um, I there. sometimes go out of region and go up to VIR. Um, I've raced in the past in Hall- at Hallett in uh, Oklahoma, cool. near Tulsa. Yeah, that's, that's close to us. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I'm, I'm from Austin, Texas. I moved to Johnson City, Tennessee, where I'm living now, about 12 years ago. So I, Coda was just being built at that time. I did go back down and do some track days there. And that's an incredible track, too. It sure so. is. But uh, and I love Road Road America. I've been up there for been there some. Too, yeah. I mean, that's, that's an awesome good. track is, too. I don't know what my favorite is. That's, in case you're going to ask that, me that, that. Is my next question. Which one? <laughs> how, how did I know that? <laughs> I really love Road Atlanta. I love the elevation, and it's just very fast. And but I love Road America as well. It's it's a hard it's a hard decision on that one. No, no I get so, it too. I get it too. So, uh, what's 2024 look like? I'm going to do a lot more road racing. Um, Last year, the car was in the shop uh, at Lingenfelter until about May. So I'm, or sorry, April. So I'm going to do more times with that. I like to try to win a championship in Super Unlimited with my region there. I'm also going to do more hill climbing, not only with the Appalachian. When you say hill climbing, tell that to our watchers. When, oh. when you say hill climbing, I'm thinking of the off-road rock crawler things. But when, no, no, no. I know, but I'm, I get it. But what is it? You know, the, these are roads. They're usually in some type of a state park or maybe just a road that they block off. Um, they have corner workers. I mean, there's safety barriers out there, few few of them. But for the most part... You, you trip a light, you, you're at a standing start, you trip a light, you go and you start the course and you try to finish it as quickly as possible and you get a time with a transponder and it's sort of a time trial on steroids. So, so it's just times, it's not, you don't race against anybody. No, you're, no, you're the only one on that course at that time and uh, it, it's a little dangerous. I mean, there's rock walls and cliffs and trees and other things that and the roads are not very wide, so yeah. you. I mean, you've it's it's challenging, but I just it's adrenaline, and I love it. So I guess the I guess the hill climb that you know most people are probably most familiar with when I think of oh, hill yeah. climb is is Pikes Peak. Yes. We were kind of talking about this before we went on air. That you haven't raced at Pikes Peak yet, but no. that's something that's kind of on on the bucket list. Oh, I I am trying to figure out a way to get there because it's it's expensive to do that, but I I I just want to do it, and that's what most people most drivers just want to experience that and i definitely want to so i'm gonna i'm gonna be trying to find some maybe some sponsors <laughs> to help me out with that because that would be incredible and i'd like to do it with my car yeah um totally and figure out a way to do it with that but uh yeah i'm gonna do the appalachian hill climb series it's scca's uh, uh hill climb series and then also i'm going to go up to hopefully pennsylvania and and the pennsylvania hill climb association and do their events as well it's going to be pretty busy though yep so do you drive your car to the races or do you haul it to the races? I haul it there. Haul it? Yeah. Okay. I uh, A couple of years ago, I was uh, the winner of the Intech Max Attack 5 trailer contest. And okay. that was a huge, huge thing for me because I had had a uh, rollback type open car hauler uh-huh. before that. 
and tra- and I travel alone. I'm a one woman race team. Really, you're by yourself. Yes, Team Tracy Motorsport, and I've done it by myself this whole time. I'm the driver, team driver, owner, financier. <laughs> um, but I'm, I mean, so how if, long have you been racing? Oh, man, I, I started in 2008 when I first bought the car, learning the autocross and doing winning that national championship. There were years in there that things I would, you know, life got in the way. I would travel or move to do, you know, get another job or things would just happen or the car was down or, but I would say 2008 is when I really started uh, with this car. Um, I've been really steadily racing uh, the past probably five to seven years now okay. uh, with NASA and, uh, and the hill climb's only been a little over a year, maybe two years now. I can't remember. Yeah. But. So what's 2024 look like? I mean, you're going to be more racing, more racing. Yes. More wheel to wheel racing and then more, more uh, hill climbing, just trying to do more than I did this year, because I'll, hopefully I'll have the car and it'll be running well and, and we can do that. So yeah, that's what it depends on a lot of it. So another question, I got you changed motors. Did you change it just to get more power or did you change it because it was wore out? No, no. Uh, well, th- there was a problem with the it was it's a long story <laughs> um but the motor really wasn't i mean there was issues with the motor due to something else so okay. i decided you know what this is a good time to upgrade the motor i wanted a little more power i wanted to go to e85 uh fuel um yeah. so what do you run for fuel e85 and i get it from ignite racing fuel ignite, that's what it's yeah they're they're they've been awesome with uh to help me and uh I love that that fuel. It's cleaner. It's it, the car runs cooler. Yes, it's a bit of a little. I mean, you just can't go to the. I guess you could go to the local gas station and get ethanol, but I like to use their stuff. It's clean. It's it's pure. And I know that the motor. You have to be careful with the motor if you don't use the exactly E85. Well, I'm gonna yep. tell you, going to the gas pump, you might get E85. Sometimes you, you might get E90. Sometimes you might get. get e- we, we've had Tesla in our in our dealership service department. Stuff coming in, we got E50 and stuff like that. So it's inconsistent as heck. And I'm, not, I just so you can't I take a chance, right? So I've got some uh, 55 gallon drums of E85 ready to go. It, yeah, the car uses a little more fuel when you're using E85, but but your power is better with uh, the E85. Yeah. It yeah. is. <laughs> it's unbelievable how much that E85, just the higher octane and stuff, what that's really doing for you and stuff, too. Anyway, how about a list of sponsors that help you get up and down the road, uh, being a one-woman race team One woman race team uh, that you'd oh. like to thank and all that good stuff? Okay. Uh, well, Liga Felter Performance Engineering, uh, Intech Trailers, Race Chick, she was one of my first sponsors, and she uh, got me my new fire suit this year. Um uh, Redline Ace, uh, he helped me brand and uh, come up with a team name and brand that name and, and logos and things. And so he's helped quite a bit. Um, I get it. I get it. It's, it's hard. If I have to rattle all Corsa, I mean, Corsa Performance Exhaust, they're, they're one. Alcon Brakes, Pro System Brakes, uh, G Speed. Uh, there's several. I, uh, but they, they're so. They're good. They've helped me quite a bit, and uh, why they believe in me, and I hope that I represent them well. I think I do. Well, I think you got to be represented pretty well to be nominated to be a Hoosier 2024 hero yeah, driver, too. You know what I'm saying? I just still I can't believe that it's happened. Surreal, I, it, huh? It, it's surreal. <laughs> it's very humbling. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of, of Hoosier. That's all I've ever raced with. Um, I try to get other people addicted to Hoosier as well because it's an addiction. Once you once you use a Hoosier, you don't want anything else. And so uh, I'm just very proud to represent them as well. Yeah. So what? Uh, so uh, what is your kind of Hoosier tire of choice 
for A7. your the A7. Yeah. And is do you run the A7 in the hill climb as yeah. well as the wheel to wheel racing? Yes. Awesome. Yes. Yes. You know, when it's really hot outside in a wheel to wheel race, they're about thirty minutes long. Yeah, they get a tiny bit greasy, but they still they heat up quickly and they they perform like it's almost instantaneous. It's great. And hill climb. Those 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 runs are maybe a mile between one and two miles long. Mm-hmm. So you really need a quick fact a fast acting tire to respond and to and to give you that performance quickly. And, and the A seven does that. Even in the cold, I mean, it doesn't really matter. So and they even act better, I think. So cool. Anyway. When you started in autocross, did you run the A seven? No, back then uh, I was buying used Hoosiers. I think there were some some what were they a a six is probably back then, maybe. They were eight. It was even before the A six. That's how long ago it's been. So, but yeah, A sixes was that. Well, I used yeah. those too, and then um, I can't remember the name of those features, but I bought them from a guy up in Wisconsin and had them shipped just so I could ex- see what they'd be like. And uh, yeah. she bought a set of used ones first. So I started out with used Hoosiers, yeah, and a lot of people do just to see if they're going to like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's yeah. yeah the cost of them aren't you know I mean they they really want to see if they're going to get their money's worth, although I try to tell them hey, it's going to be life changing once they go out on them. It's funny because they'll come back into the into the pits and they're or the where we're padded, and their eyes are like dilated. They're like so excited because the the car just performs so much better. So. So do you run, do you go through kind of like a set of tires like a weekend or can you get a few weekends out of them? Or I'm sure it just kind of depends on how many laps and, you know, True. the temperature and, and stuff. And they're like non directional tires, so I could flip them on the wheel and get, uh, you mm-hmm. know, get a little bit of a different scene. You know, you, mm-hmm. you, the, the part you used before, you could just flip yep. and get the other. But, uh, you know, it depends. Um, my rear tires seem to, seem to last a little bit longer than the fronts. Um, but, it depends. If I really want to win, a, it's a great track like Road Atlanta. I'll have new Hoosiers on there for that. If it's an, like a track I'm not, it's a little harder on tires, I might just use some flip tires for that. It gotcha. just depends. Cool. How bad do you want to win? You know, you want to put those, those new tires are kind of in the mind too. Like, yeah. man, I've got, okay, I got new tires. We're going to go. And it gives you that confidence. Yeah, it does. I mean, new tires always better than an old tire, but if you can k- take care of the tires I and, do. and, you know, and do what you need to oh, do, I, well, you can, you can get their time out of them. Well, the thing is I used to, well, I, I kind of still do. I sell some of my old scrubs to people that I race with or hill climb with and, and people have never used a Hoosier before and they they use those scrubs for a long, they said there's still life to these tires. So mm-hmm. I'm really, I take care of the tire because awesome. again, they're a consumable that you kind of yep. want to have them stick around for a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you, and you talk about the Hoosier tire and stuff. And uh, I don't know if you've had the chance to go through their plant, but uh, until you go through that plant, you don't understand why a tire costs what it costs. I would you. love to see that plant that, that and is. go through that because I would, yeah, I, I want to see that. It is. It's impressive. And, uh, Everybody wants to complain. You know, everything's getting more expensive all the time and stuff, too. But once right. you see a tire built, you understand now why it takes what it takes to build a tire. I have a second job okay, just to buy tires. So, see, I don't care what they cost. I'm going to buy them somehow, some way, because right. I need them. <laughs> right. So, oh, yeah. I'll find a way to get them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I have a job on the a part-time job on the weekends that, uh, that yeah, a weekend work and we'll we'll buy a set. There so you go. I'm a physician assistant. I work okay. in surgery during the, the week, uh in vascular surgery. Okay. And then on the weekends I do some I work in trauma. 
and trauma. Yeah. Ooh. And so, yeah, it's, ex- do it's exciting. But, uh, but yeah, I, I have a tire budget that for our job just for the tires. <laughs> and you now the, what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. That's the thing. You got to find a way to find that money somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, anyway, Tracy, thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit. And uh, congratulations again on being a yeah, 2024 thanks. hero driver for Hoosier. That's exciting. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. I can tell you're a great <laughs> spokesperson for them, so I can see why you probably got nominated for that. But uh, it was pretty cool this year. They did a fan base first, right? And mm-hmm. then they kind of eliminate people down from there but we've known about you for a couple of weeks as we knew he was going to do these interviews and stuff. Oh. wanted to put it out there and tell everybody about it but we couldn't we're so excited to, I, yeah, to yeah. do this so well, again too bad you didn't let that slip <laughs> <laughs> would have saved us all a lot of stress thank yeah, you yeah <laughs> i hear you but yeah definitely thanks again for right. uh for being such a great brand ambassador to hoosier and oh, yeah. uh we're gonna we're gonna follow you and oh, kind of see where it goes and uh and uh it's gonna take, be exciting yeah 2024 is gonna be my year i have a feeling good well we good. hope it is for you so where can people follow you at i'm sure facebook everywhere else too but you- team tracy motorsport it's on facebook on instagram team i have a tracy team tracy motorsport sport? Single, single sport yeah okay. and then um i do have a website okay. uh team tracy motorsport.com okay that those are the main. I'm on Twitter as well, Team Tracy Motor. I mean, that, that's it's all it. the same. One. Yeah, it's same, all the same. same. I, I thought about let's just keep it simple. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. What, make it that's easy what you to do. find your stuff too. So anyway, well, congratulations again. Good luck in 2024. Appreciate it. Thanks again for hanging out with us for a little bit, and uh, we're excited to see how you do this okay. year. Thanks. Thanks again. Thanks, Thanks guys. So much. Nick, it's been fun. It's got halfway through though, right? It's been a lot of fun. My back hurts. My knees hurt. My my feet hurt. Just like you and Baldwin are <laughs> saying, it's uh, a lot of talking. And a lot. I think I'm losing my voice. Uh, yeah, been fun. All right. Anyway, we're here with round four of our 2024 Hoosier Hero Drivers. Maddie Gordon. Maddie, thanks for joining us. And first of all, congratulations on being a hero driver. Yes. Thank you. This is super cool. You got a guy, guys got a nice setup here. So Well, we try hard all. <laughs> so how long have you been racing? I've been racing for 11 years. Started uh, 10 years in junior drag racing, uh, one year in super comp, and then this year will be my 12th in first year in top alcohol funny car okay so you started in the junior dragster yes and then you went to what again uh junior dragster and then i started racing juniors and junior comp at the same time when i was 14 okay so what's junior comp so our watchers can understand what junior some people probably know but some people probably don't yeah so junior comp is going to be it's a little bit longer and a little bit bigger of a car than a junior um but it actually has our car had a stock hibusa motor in it like out of a actually out of a crash street bike um, oh, yeah, okay Yep, and then uh, so we ran that. That car ran 690 at just about 100 miles an hour to the 8th. To the 8th. That's pretty fast, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> they used to do a lot of that around uh, here, but it was like the Outlaw 330 comp stuff. And they yep. had turbo Hayabusa cars and stuff, and they were they were fast, like scary fast. And then it kind of, in our area, it's kind of all dis- disappeared. Yeah, I don't know why, but in, in pretty much only Division 7, the junior comps got big. And they really never got too big, but big enough to have a class. And then the Outlaw 330 stuff never came around in the in the West Coast. It, I heard it was pretty big in the East Coast, but never where we were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what got you, what's your favorite part about drag racing? I mean. Um, definitely a competition for sure. Okay. I'm a, I'm a fiend for competition of all <laughs> kinds. Um, but yeah, probably the competition and then just the speed. I just love just going fast. I'm a yeah. totally an adrenaline junkie of all things. Um, so, so how do you get psyched up when you get up there to the tree and getting ready to go? What's your preparation and all that stuff to get set? Because I dragged right a little bit a long time ago. Okay. 
And I would every time, no matter what I did, I get my foot would be jiggy. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And everything. No, I mean, I, I'm just, I just love competition. So I'm always super Josh. psyched up when I. It's, it's okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Oh. So, so super jacked up and. Super psyched. I'm always, you know, super jacked up when I get to the starting line because I'm always just super competitive. Um, but I, it's kind of funny. I actually yeah. talk to myself like before I'm on the starting yeah. line. I kind of sound like a weirdo. <laughs> uh, so my mom always gets embarrassed for me. <laughs> I'm always talking to myself. It just kind of calms me down and then also gets me excited and hyped up for the starting line. Okay. So 2024, you're headed to the top alcohol funny car. Yes. And you're ready. Got your license for that? Yes. Tell everybody what it takes to go get a license with that. Because that's, uh, you know, the other day they popped the hood on this thing and I yes. called in the car and they said, oh, we're going to shut the hood on. You're going to get claustrophobic. Well, I did. I know it's cool as heck sitting in there. I said, now the problem was it didn't start it for me. But anyway. <laughs> What so the to, heck? Yeah, exactly. So tell us, our watchers, what did you have to go through to get qualified coming out of the super comp and getting into the alcohol car? Um, well, I mean, the first thing was I had to get a physical. <laughs> so I had to go to the doctors and get a physical. But the main thing was really just uh, for us, what we did was we basically uh, – plan to for me to warm the car up the whole year so i was in the driver in the seat uh, every morning warming it up which was a huge help just being able to get used to the foot pedal or, or the gas and everything like that um and then i watched like thousands of videos of my dad run which i think was because very your dad helpful. raced yes yeah for okay. 30 years uh <laughs> he's been driving the top all golf funny car um and i watched him my whole life yeah. Um, and, but so now yeah. we know where you got it in your blood, where you got it from. I oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> dad, dad, my papa raced, my dad raced, I race, my sister races. Um, it, it's a whole family deal That's for cool. sure. That's very cool. Okay. Yes. So physical center, warming the car up. So what's the next steps to get, yes. get a driver's license? So then, um, you know, basically just watching a lot of videos for me. And then we go to the racetrack, went to Bakersfield, did not go well. The track was like 150 degrees and for drag racing, that's way too hot so oh, yeah. um we couldn't we couldn't get down the racetrack so then we went another weekend to brandon minnesota i licensed on a monday um it took because i already had a previous nhra license in super comp and top dragster i only had to make one half track run and then two full passes and then if i did that within the time parameters and the um speed parameters they have then i would get my license but you've got it you're ready to go ready to go okay so what's 2024 look like uh 2024 will be a full season just like we ran with my dad technically enough to compete for world championship um you know but i think that's out of realm for me at this point i i you know sure. I've, I've never been in competition in a funny car class so we're hoping for you know i think a good goal for our team would be to uh have a top five finish um you know i i being a world championship obviously takes perfection in every race you go yep, to. And I race. think that's, you know, a little bit out of realm for me. I get it, but point. you got to start somewhere and you got to keep moving forward. So what, yeah. uh, how many races do you plan for 20 or you have your schedule set for 2024? Pretty set. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure things will fluctuate a little bit, but um, we're going to plan to race. I believe it's five or six regional events and then probably around 10 nationals 10 nationals okay. yeah. like, so 10 or 15 between 10 to 15 races this year in the funny car and then we'll also we have my sister has a top dragster and then dad will be running the, the super comp car next year so we're also run probably like six or seven races with that car okay. in between the funny car turn that too so uh what do you do for fun besides racing let me i guess work racing. on the race cars <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> that's what's fun yeah. um but that's our fun 
I guess we have a small life outside of racing, but well, it's yeah, pretty that, small. So that's how we like I to keep understand it. that too. Trust <laughs> me from that part. So uh, uh, long term plans. Not kind of this alcohol funny car to me is kind of like your short term goal. What's your long term goals? So um, the alcohol funny car, like the reason you know I'm 19 years old, and um, you know if I wasn't a girl, most likely, like Dad said, I probably would have started later in the alcohol funny car, but. Eventually, I do want to have kids and stuff, so sure. I will have to get out at some point. So, you know, probably run the funny car. Hopefully, like, eight or nine years, I'd be awesome. And then, um, you know, jump out, you know, family stuff probably for a little sure. bit. And then for sure hop back in something. I mean, that's a given. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's in your blood. And you love it and everything else, too. So, uh, again, congratulations on being a who, who's your hero driver for 2024. Nick, questions you got for anything at all? Nope, I don't. I don't know how you guys have a life at all running that many cars, though. I, I one car is enough, let alone several and several classes and family. Man, that, that's a lot. Of how fun. long have you been drag racing? Because Nick drag races for us. Um, I started out, yeah, at the high school level. I didn't get to do the junior deal. But, oh, really? Yeah, my mom raced a NHRA bike for a little while. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, anyway, Maddie, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for coming by, spending some time with us, and uh, again. Huge accomplishment already being 19 years old and be a Hoosier hero driver. I know you're going to burn up a lot of Hoosiers for us because you love to burn up the Hoosiers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big, long burnouts. <laughs> yeah. So uh, can she – anything, that new tire she needs to see or anything? Because that's probably no, – no, Nothing in her car. Out, she's way her too car. fast for us. She's too <laughs> fast for you. <laughs> we have other cars, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. So any sponsors you need to thank or anything else like that to help you get up and down the highway and everything? Absolutely. You know, definitely Hoosier tires, they, they can go to us for – as long as I've been around and my dad and then my grandpa, um, we've always been, always been Hoosier, but beta motorcycle signed off for another, another two years. So that's super cool. awesome for our cool. team. Yeah. Lucas oil, NGK, Sander wheels. Um, they've all been really good to us and my family for sure. Cause there's no way <laughs> I'd be anywhere near close to where I am without them. So absolutely yeah. for sure. My family too. Well, that's awesome. Again, congratulations. Uh, huge accomplishment. You're in, a, you're in a way great class of people that are be hanging out with these who's your heroes and stuff. I'm sure yes. there'll be a lot of relationships you'll have there going through all your years of life and everything else like that. So good luck in 2024. Uh, I watch a little bit of drag nation when I can because of my schedule and everything else too, but I'll sure be watching and trying to follow you. So where can somebody follow you and watch you on Facebook, Twitter, whatever it might be? Or Yeah. So I've got me and my dad both have Instagram, Facebook, and my dad has a Twitter too. Okay. I don't have Twitter, but, uh, my Instagram is maddiegordon.racing and then my Instagram is just maddiegordon. So when okay. I, I try to post a lot of stuff on, on racing weekends and then a little bit outside of racing. You do that yourself and have somebody doing it for you? No, at the at the funny car races, we do have Melanie Johnson who does most of it for gotcha. us. Um, at the dragster races, it would be me, and then yeah. Gotcha. Well, anyway, again, thanks for hanging out with us, and again, congratulations. Good luck in twenty twenty four. Going to be fun to follow you and watch you, see where you go and how you do it. So I hope so. Hopefully, got cool stuff to post. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. So, Maddie, again, thanks for hanging out with us, everybody, and we're live at PRI again. We're round number five, and uh, we have Lavar Scott with us. Yes, Another twenty twenty four. Who's your hero drivers? Hey, congratulations. Thank you so much. It's a pretty cool program to be a part of. I'm happy I got chosen for it. Well, yeah, it's, uh, you're in a pretty cool class of people so far. <laughs> we've met everybody and something. It's pretty pretty awesome. So, Thank you. Arca Racer. Yes, sir. Very cool. I'm jealous. Yes, I can tell you that. Okay. okay. <laughs> no reason to be jealous. Oh, yeah, there is. <laughs> I'm not driving one of you are. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, LeVar, tell us about your career. Tell you how you got started, where you're at, and what's going on. We'll talk about 2024. Yeah. Uh, but tell us how you got all the way to Arkham, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so I actually grew up in a racing family. My uh, grandfather drag race, my mother drag race, and it's kind of 
what they did. And uh, when I was younger, my brother, he's old, two years older than me. So when he was five and I was three years old, he started a dirt race in little quarter midges in Delaware. And uh, obviously he's my brother. So I was trying to copy his path and his trajectory. So I started racing our dirt quarter midgets and kind of just progressed. So started in, in dirt. Huh? Yeah. All right. Yep. I love that too. Started in dirt. Yeah. I did quarter midgets for about five years and moved into a 125 CC micro sprint and raced that for a little bit. And then finally got into the 600 CC micro sprints around uh, Delaware and Pennsylvania, New Jersey. And, uh, Came to Millbridge a few times, ran that track sometimes. Nice. Those but, um, things are fast. Yeah, they're, they're really cool. I think that kind of helped my race craft a lot and kind of slowing everything I raced down because obviously I think the dirt stuff, everything happens so fast. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's you, people throwing slide jobs on you. They're running the high line, bottom line. It's just cars all around you. So when I race other stuff, I can kind of slow stuff down and, and, and be yeah. more prepared because of that, I think. So <clears> what's the most fun part of racing for you? And I, I know it's yeah. winning. I get that. But what else is so fun, the thrill or whatever? Of racing, I think moving around a lot, uh, finding okay. finding finding where your car obviously works at and is fast at that is probably the fun fun thing for me. Um, I remember at Kansas, um, we started running the bottom for the first 15 laps, and as your tires start to wear out, you kind of move up and then kind of move up to the wall. And once you start running the wall, it's, it's fun from there. You can just find out what <laughs> works for you. If um, so, I think that's probably the, the favorite part for me is just finding where your car really works out on the track. Every track's different, so well, cool. So, what's some highlights of 2023 that you had? Yep, uh, kind of thing too. So my biggest highlight, I think, was we led a lot of laps at Daytona. We finished fourth there. Fourth, all right. That's yeah, we cool. kind of got we got hung out on the last lap and didn't get the win. But uh, I think obviously everybody knew it was Daytona and it's Daytona 500. So it's such a big race. And growing up, that's all you really you hear about mm-hmm. that a lot. So to say I led laps there is really cool to say. And um, everywhere we went, we had pretty decent speed. We I think we should have won Kansas, uh, but then pit pit strategy messed up. Yeah. But uh, we had a really good season. Every every I think every track can kind of take away stuff that was fun and happy about. Exactly. So how long have you been running ARCA? So this is my second year. ARCA, this will be the yep. second year? 2023 okay. was my first year I ran ARCA East, and then this is going to be my first year running ARCA National. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. So yeah, how many races neat. will that be? 20 races. A 20-race schedule. 20-race schedule. Yep. Okay. Last year we had eight races, but then I got to add uh, two more. I did Kansas. I did Phoenix and Daytona. So I added three more, actually. and then But this year everything is all together. All together. So you'll be back at Kansas again. That's yes. where we're from is Kansas. Okay? Really? Yeah. Really? It's a so, uh, track. Oh, it is a great track. Beautiful isn't it? track. I remember when they first talked about building that track, I said, that's not going to happen in Kansas. <laughs> well, guess what? It did. It's yeah. there. Yeah. And yep. it did. been there a lot of years for that part, too. So we'll have to come root you on and stuff. Please we're here do. in Kansas. Please and everything do. Number six, Chevrolet. Yeah. We'll come hang out. Number six, yes, Chevrolet. At least, okay, at least it's not a Toyota. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Anyway, so we kind of know your short-term plan. For 2023, mm-hmm. I mean 2024, what uh, what's your long-term plans? Yep. So right now, I think a lot of that is going to determine on this year. If I have a really good year, I want my plan for this year is just to dominate, get a championship, and get a lot of wins. But if I if I do that, I really want to get into a truck in 2025, truck. and or at least make some truck starts. A lot of truck starts. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of the plan for me. And then 26, kind of got to see honestly in racing, you have to see where you're at with funding, you have to see where you're at with how, what you're doing now. So you, it's. In this world, it's so hard to say what you plan out for yourself because you kind of have to have everything, everything ready to make up to move up to the next level. But um, if it were up to me, I want to be full time truck racing in twenty five, and then obviously maybe another year in that or go to Xfinity races, but definitely keep making the leap. So, do you have to do truck and then Xfinity? Can you go from ARCA to Xfinity? No, you can jump. I mean, if you, you have can the, jump, if you have the necessary resources to make the that resources move, to make you that can do that. I mean, there was a guy this year that was a uh, ARCA champion. Now he's running full time Xfinity now. Is so, um, yep. So, I mean, if you have the resources to make that move and you think you're ready, uh, pretty cool. Do okay. It. So how did you, um, you had to do something to get the backing, right? Yeah. Yep. So no, for me personally, NASCAR draft diversity and Max Siegel, they've been backing me for the past five years. to so kind of helping me get my start and get my feet wet and kind of 
learn the asphalt world and the NASCAR world. And then once I have the funding for myself and, and have the the readiness to move up, it's all on me. But uh, they've been helping my, my, my career for the past five years, and I, I, it means so much what they do for me. I bet it does. So a 20-race schedule. So how many cars will it take to make that 20-race schedule? What do you mean? How many cars? I mean, you just have one car to race oh, 20, 20. No, races? so we, we, we have different cars. We have, we have move around. I think last year I was in three different cars and that was for the eight race schedule. So I know, but this year I would, I'm not imagine we have a, a mile and a half car. We have a super speedway car and a short track program car and a race, uh, road course car. So I think probably going to move around from four to five cars, four or five cars, backup yeah. stuff. If we, hopefully we don't need it. So what's exactly. the short, what's the shortest track you run on? I know you go to yeah. like Daytona and Phoenix and Kansas, you know, mile and a half, two and a half mile. Yep. What's the, do you get to do any short track so racing? Last year I did flat rock, which was, I don't know how short the track was, but I remember I didn't get past half, 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 half thought of the whole race. I mean, really? it was a short, short track, but it was half, half, for good racing. Half half mile. Mile. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't touch three quarters, nothing. It was just half thought of the whole race. Really? Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was like a hundred. Was it racing? Yeah. We actually was racing around a lot and there was a lot of lap traffic. So everybody was moving around and you can make three wide passes to get a pass a car. So um, it was, it was honestly a really cool track. Good. Okay. Cool. So Daytona, is that your biggest? Have you run Talladega or uh, Pinocchio or? Uh-uh. So I, I sim Pocono and the Chevy sim, but I'm, I've really, I got to race Daytona. I haven't got to race Saladega yet, but I, I know I can take a lot of similarities from Daytona and Saladega. Sure. Yeah, yep. exactly. So favorite track on in Arca. Let's do that because everybody's got mm-hmm. their uh, the favorite track. But in Arca, what's your favorite track so far? It would have to be probably, honestly, Kansas. I mean, I love driving the wall, riding the wall. I mean, yeah. that's so fun. Just being up on the wall and making lap time is, is, is so cool to me. So right now, probably Kansas. Yeah, they're doing a pretty good job making that pretty yeah, racy I mean, place. It's, it's, so it's racy. I mean, you have to move around and you have to can't be in someone's dirty air. So it's, it's really cool racing. Yeah. I've drove the, you know, the Richard Petty deal at Kansas twice, really? uh, rode with a professional driver a couple of times. So I, I don't like that track. I drove down at Texas too. And I drove okay. at uh, Las Vegas too. That's awesome. Uh, from that part. So yeah, that's why I'm jealous. It's you're in a car and I'm not. I'd love <laughs> yeah. That would be, if I could back my years up and of course, you know, back then you never know what you thought and everything else too, but uh, I'd love to have been, on some kind of path that you're headed down. So yes, every time I've drove those NASCARs or whatever, I mean, it's it's just a heyday. It's it's so much fun and everything else, too. Yeah, but it's a lot it. of work. So what do you do to prep for a race? Because yep. so I bet you have to. Are you working out, eating right, doing all that stuff? What, yeah. what happens there? So honestly, throughout the whole year, I mean, every year I, I try to work out consistently. I mean, probably once a day or at least get five workouts in a week. That's probably minimum for me. I, I keep I work out very, that's like very, very serious for me. And then on the flip side of that, I mean, Daytona, I do a lot of studying for that. I mean, it's a whole different form of racing. It's it's very – Daytona and Talladega, it's, it's, it's hard to honestly it's men, it's describe mental. it. Yeah, it's I mean, mental I, I, ability. The way I can describe it is everybody can drive the track, but to learn the race inside of it and the racecraft of it and when to move down and when the lane has energy or when to move high, it, it's, it's, it's a whole form of racing that I'm trying to learn, and I'm, I'm studying for it. But after that, we have Phoenix, which is different. You can't be in dirty air. It's Everything's yeah. different. Arca series, that's why I love it. You're moving around a lot. Now I love Phoenix. I've been to Phoenix to watch, and uh, yeah. that's another cool, cool place to watch. And uh, of course, there's not a bad track. I don't think to watch it. No, no, where you go from that part. Not I've been all. to quite a few of the tracks and stuff too. But still, my favorite is Bristol. Yeah, have you been there yet? I uh, raced at Bristol, and it is definitely hard on the body. <laughs> and for me, it was probably a little, little harder than most because I had a, I had a right rear shock mount that broke. So every time I entered the corner, the car was loose, so I had to catch it. It was Bristol was tough. It was. And it's it's a good workout. You need to be in shape to to run well there. Yeah, it happens. Stuff happens fast going around. Stuff that happens, place, man. Really fast. I mean, qualifying was insane. I mean, you're driving deep. You get off for a second and back on it, and you you just hope the car's pointed right. We don't hit the wall on, on exit, right. but uh, it's definitely a fun track. Oh yeah, exactly. So, what's the hardest 
You sound like maybe Bristol was your hardest yeah. track to run at, but I mean, no track. I mean, every track has has its difficulties. I don't like to say a track's hard. I feel like you work hard enough and you got to learn it and study. I mean, everywhere you go, you, I, I want to learn and dominate. So I don't want to say a track's hard. I mean, every track is is different that you have to learn and kind of master. But um, every track's different in different ways. But if you don't work, if you work hard enough, you'll be able to master. I think. Well, cool. Well, anyway, excited for you. It's uh, it's fun meeting all you guys and ladies, I should say, too, yeah. uh, through these interview process and stuff. It's going to be fun to follow you now that Thank we know you. you and have been a face you. to you know face to face and everything else like that and meet you stuff. But uh, just part of glad to be a part of Hoosier. And of course, in the Arca series, you're running a Hoosier made tire, but it's a yes. general tire. Yes, sir. Is what you run and stuff like that, too. So uh, it's going to be fun to watch you grow. And uh, who knows if we're going to be around on Kansas it was Nick and I run with my son on a, on really? a dirt car and stuff racing. So who knows what we'd be able to, I'd love to go to Kansas because it's we, close there, for one. We go there twice this year. So got to, got to be Maybe there. Maybe there'll be one of them come watching. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. We'll have to plan our schedule around going to at least one of them. So that'd be awesome. Yeah, exactly. So Nick, what else we got for Lavar here? Man, just want to thank you for everything you've done for Hoosier, man. Yes, it's, I mean, your career path is incredible. Thank I you mean, very we're much. really it's proud really to be lot. sitting here talking to you. Great brand ambassador and everything else. But, uh, Man, I just can't wait to see where you go and just excited for you and happy for you. Thank and you it's, so much. It's, it's neat, man. Thank it's you so neat. much. That means a lot, man. All right. You need to thank anybody that helps you getting up and down the highway and everything else every week. My mother, she does it all for me. <laughs> she, <laughs> she has not ever missed a race no matter where we're at. We That's could be cool. in Brazil racing. She's going to find a way to be there. So, um, <laughs> I get well, it. You know, definitely. if you got mama on board, you can do about anything yeah, you want. Yeah, you know? definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So how can people follow you, too? Uh, so my Instagram is lavar.scott34 uh, through Rev Racing. Instagram for that is Rev Racing. Uh, Twitter is Lavar Scott. Facebook is Lavar Scott. And okay. now, excited for Hugh Hero. Uh, follow me through Hugh too. Awesome. Exactly. So, uh, Lavar, again, thank you for spending some time with us. Thank Congratulations you. on being a 2024 hero. We'll be rooting for you out there. Thank you so much, man. Thanks again, buddy. Everybody, stay tuned. We got a Thanks, couple buddy. more to go. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another round of the. Who's your hero driver for 2024? Brandon Shepard, congratulations, but thanks for spending some time with us. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's an honor to be here, and I'm just uh, happy that Hoosier was able to choose me and that the fans voted me as to be their Hoosier hero. Well, I don't know why they wouldn't. Let's put it that way. Love watching <laughs> you on TV and stuff like that. And, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're, I don't know how to describe your late model driving, which you do, which uh, you got to just be out of control all the time, aren't you? Uh, every once in a while, not to be, right? most of the time I, I try to make it look the best I can, but, uh, some places, you know, especially coming up here, we're going to the dome in St. Louis there. And that place is just so small that, uh, sometimes that's the way you got to drive. You got to drive out of control and, and, uh, make it look the best you can, I guess. So you're not going to have some big motor in there either for the dome, do you? Or do well, you? we, we don't really have any small <laughs> motors, so I can tell you one thing. It's way too much for the size of the track for sure, but, uh, we make the most out of it. So anyway, Brandon Shepard drove a late model, and uh, you've been running the World Outlaw Series. What are you, what all are you going to run for twenty four? Um, we're going to run a series. We haven't really committed to Lucas or World of Outlaws yet, but okay. um, we're going to run one of the series, and we're going to you know hit and miss and do a little bit of testing and just uh, you know run the races that make the most sense for us and where we think we can make some money at, and um, you know, and then of course run one of the series and. And uh, just hopefully we can have a solid year like we did again this year and learn a lot and uh, just do a good job for Longhorn and all of our sponsors. So how was 2023? <clears throat> um, I It's not as good as where I wanted to be for sure. sure. We yeah. didn't have as many wins as I'd like to. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, I think we had six wins that were 20,000 or up. Good. So I yeah. think we had good quality wins. Uh, we just need to improve the amount of wins in the win column. So um 
So you talk know, about your car a little bit. It's a dirt late model, weighs 30, 2,300 pounds. Oh, it's 2,300. 2,400. 2,400. Yeah. Oh, so I thought he was up higher in the weight on that deal. Motor's around 900. Yep, about 900 horse. Somewhere in there. Yep. I can't disclose everything you want to disclose yeah. about that, too. But tell us the thrill of that car when you're running down that straightaway and that corner's coming up and you're ready to set that car and the G-Force and everything else, too. Yeah, it's definitely a very humbling sport, and it's uh, something that, you know, it, they're difficult cars to drive. Um, some will say some cars are harder to drive than others and whatnot, but um, some other disciplines of racing anyway. But uh, overall, you know, I'm so used to them now that they, you know, I can tell the difference between one or the other, but at the end of the day, they all drive really good. And, um, you know, for me, it's just uh, the, the amount of work and um, passion that we put into the sport to have um, the satisfaction of being able to sit behind a really good race car and uh, feel what it's like and just be the guy that gets to hold on to the wheel is uh, it's really awesome for me. So what's, uh, you got a favorite track? Man, I got a lot of favorite tracks. Uh, it's, hard to, it's hard to name one, but obviously Fairbury and Farmer City are high up on my list. Those places, you can't argue with uh, how Fairbury races or how Farmer City races. Uh, back in Illinois, also tracks that I kind of grew up racing on, so that helps too. And then, uh, But I think outside of Illinois, Cedar Lake Speedway up in Wisconsin, New Richmond, Wisconsin, that place is, uh, man, it's it's awesome That's and it cool puts place. on a good show. And uh, the fan base there is it's pretty awesome, too. So let's talk about reading the dirt. Can you, do you really, for our people that are watching and listening, you really got to read the dirt, don't you? Or are you actually track free go and then are you just running on a field for knowing where to go, high, low, middle, or whatever? Um, I mean, you do to a certain extent when you get out there. But, um, you know, throughout the night, the track changes so much. And, I mean, we go to places that slow down four or five seconds throughout the night. Yeah. And then we go to tracks that only slow down at night. So uh, just being able to walk track and knowing, you know, when the line changes or when the slick moves up or down or, um, you know, just paying attention to how slick the track's getting and how slow it's getting is a big deal in our sport for sure. And, uh, you know, it helps to have good people and good crew behind you so that, you know, you don't have to worry about the car or you don't have to worry about the track. Everybody can kind of help each other in all the aspects of it to put together a full night and, that's the hardest part is putting together a full night. A guy can qualify fast time every night, but if he don't run good in the top heat. three in the feature or good in the heat and don't put himself in position for the feature, then he's he's hard holding you know, out of it. Yeah, exactly. So, so how many crew run with you? How many guys you have working on the car at the track? I know there's uh, probably a lot of people in the shop, but what about at the track? Yeah, this year we'll have three guys with us at all time, three not times. including me. So yep. four of you are running through the through their parts. So everybody's got their certain job, probably too, right? Yeah, for sure. At the end of the day, we all help each other. But uh, yeah, we we have uh, you know a certain job for each, for each one. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, whatever needs done, they all pitch in and do. But yeah, so yeah. So let's talk tire. Of course, we're here for Hoosier and everything else too. Uh, t- new tires, whatever. How are we look? What are you thinking of the tires? Where are we at? Uh, I think we're in a good position right now, honestly. Uh, you know, last year they announced a new tire rule that was a national late model tire um, across all the tracks throughout the country. And <clears throat> a lot of people didn't agree. Um, a lot of people thought it wouldn't work just because, uh, you know, the, the compounds were different. Like when we would go to, you know, a Charlotte or a, a Southern racetrack where we would normally run an open style tire. Um, now we run 
these national late model tires and the patterns are different and uh, the construction of the tires different. So it's definitely thrown it for thrown us for a curve a little bit as far as setups go. But I think overall um, having the three or four compounds that we have and, and being able to um, kind of minimize what we have in our trailer and have a better idea for, you know, if, if a guy lives in Texas and he wants to go race up in Wisconsin, you he's know, probably got the right tires that's the thing know, I, you know, somewhere. So Being involved with Hoosier, the, the time we've been and stuff, it was always blowing away how many options you had before yeah. this. Yeah. There was just every time, if this one, if the, if the WR1, W2, 2 exactly. there's yeah. sizes all over the place. So I yeah. kind of get the idea of kind of consoling, but it, you're right. It does make it easy for guys in Texas wants to go run up, run yeah. up north or up, uh, south or run north or whatever. Can he can... He can get in his trailer and go. Exactly. Yep. So it's uh, that's where I think it's helped. And for me, it really doesn't matter. I mean, we're going to put what tires we need to on the car anyway. And I think a lot of the national touring guys will say the same thing. But I think uh, for the local racer, you know, like we talked about Fairbury a little bit, a little bit ago. <clears throat> Fairbury is one of the places that's getting to me to where it's one of the most well-known racetracks, dirt late model racetracks in the country. Um, you know, and there might be a guy that, is from South Carolina that wants to go try his luck, and he's he's been on that tire, so now he can feel a little bit better about going up there and, and racing a few races just because he's at least he's raced that tire before to where in the past a guy from Fairbury could go to South Carolina and race on a tire that he's never raced on in his life or vice versa. Yep. So, um, you know, I, I think as a whole they're going in the right direction, not only for that, but, um, you know, just kind of, well, I think a lot of people just the change is hard to change and it's everything hard to get, change. You get set in That's the groove the and everything. Yeah, so there's was... a, yep, it's hard to change. Um, and our sport's evolving so much every year that, uh, you know, I think that was just one of them things where a lot of other things were changed at the same time, like they always do. And then they thrown that on top of us too. And, you know, everybody panicked for a little bit. But I think at the end of the day, we're, we're in a better position now than when we were. Very true. So we don't have anything locked in for 24. Uh, from that part yet, but uh, probably have some announcement here shortly, whatever, too. But uh, long-term plans, just going to keep running late models? You got any other plans to run anything else or stuff like that or any other race cars or anything? Um, yeah, I don't know. You never know. I I actually uh, I got an offer from a guy to drive a, a World of Outlaw Sprint car at Jacksonville, my home track, um, coming up. I think the race is May 1st, so um, you never know on that. I've you know been offered that opportunity a few times, never have um, – took anything of it just because we're so busy with our schedule but that's something that i'd like to do at some point i i ran some uh, sprint car stuff back in 2010 or 11 i think it was and some midget stuff um the, the sprint car deal is is it's always been intriguing to me and them them guys are a lot of fun to race with and um so maybe do that uh but for the most part long term i think the late model is where my home is and that's yep. where my heart is so that's where i'm gonna stay that sounds good Anyway, uh, Nick, what's next on our list of questions for Brandon? Uh, so for 2024, you're going to be the house driver for Longhorn Chassis. Yep. Um, you've been in a Longhorn uh, for the past couple of years since you started driving your own stuff again. Yep. Um, but uh, what does being the Longhorn house driver now kind of I can kind of what kind of resources and what kind of advantages uh, does that help you and your team with uh, for going into the future? Uh, it's going to be awesome for me. You know, I've, I've been in the position for a long time, um, where I, you know, help out the customers and just be, um, you know, a good ambassador for the brand. Um, and now to be that for Longhorn chassis instead of rocket chassis where I was before, 
um, you know, it's, it's really cool for me to, to know that somebody can, um, you know, put that kind of faith in me and, and, uh, you know, I've always been one that's, you know, not afraid to help somebody and, you know, to put the information out there so that, you know, I like to, you know, from a chassis manufacturer standpoint, you got to have your customers have that faith in you that yeah. you'll lead them in the right direction mm-hmm. anyway. Right. Um, so for Steve Arpin and, and John and Paul each to, to put that faith in me, to be that person for them, it means the world to me. And it's one of my great opportunities that I've had in my career that, uh, I don't know why they keep coming, but they keep coming, and I'm very fortunate. Well, I very think there's a reason. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit of a reason. There's a, there's a reason. Yeah. But exactly. uh, but yeah, man, that's awesome. You know, we're happy for you. Um, we're uh, we're stoked that you are a Hoosier hero for 2024. Appreciate um, that, man. You're going to be a great brand ambassador, and uh, man, we're just so happy for you. Can't wait to can't wait to watch you some of your races that you come to well, around our part it. of the country and i always enjoy getting out and seeing some super late model racing and Absolutely. watching you guys do what you do and so uh, man just can't say enough for you and your career and just enjoy watching you man yeah i appreciate it guys thanks for having me on here it uh, means a lot to me and i'm gonna keep trying to do the best job for you i can i don't know it's uh we've i think we've got ourselves in about the best position i've been in, in a long time right now and we got a lot of good people in our corner with uh, you know, Steve Arpin and Kevin Rumley and all of our great sponsors that we have behind us and uh, Matt Langston and all the guys at Bill Scene and uh, just everybody involved with the team this year. I've got a, uh, one of my old buddies back, uh, my crew chief, Randall Edwards, that I worked with in 2016 when I drove for Best Performance. Um, we have him back on the team this year, and then we've got uh, a good crew behind us. So I think we're in a good position, and we should have good things to come. Good deal, man. All right, we're excited to hear what your schedule is going to look like for 2024. It's going to be busy, I can tell you. Well, it's going to be busy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> Wife's probably not going to be happy about that. No, I'm just kidding. She gets to come with me a lot. So, well, that's good. Um, got a great support system behind me, and we're uh, looking forward to a busy 2024. Any other sponsor you want to thank or anything while you're on the air with us or anything, but you helps you get up and down the highway every day? Of course. You know, like I said, uh, Longhorn Chassis, Bilstein Shocks, some guys have been, they've brought me in like family. Um, treated me very well. Very thankful for them guys. Um, Valvoline, Coltman Farms, uh, Black Rifle Coffee Company. Um, I know, I know, I'm going to forget a bunch of guys, I but I, I tell you, uh, Tom Paulson, Vern, uh, my buddy Vern, back up in up in Minnesota. He's been really good to me, and uh, really thankful for him and everything he's done, and uh, let me stay at a shop a lot this year. So that was really cool. And then, uh, you know, like I said. Uh, my dad, my grandpa, my wife, my kids, uh, my whole support system, my great crew, uh, the whole Riggs family, Scott Riggs, Jason Riggs, Jack, Tara, everybody involved with that side of it. Um, I'm just really fortunate, really excited to, to get this deal rolling. Sounds like fun. Hey, Brandon, thanks for spending some time with us. Again, congratulations on being a 2024 Who's Your Hero. Good luck in 2024. And uh Let's go for some wins, buddy. We'll, Thank you. We'll absolutely. be supporting you. That's for I sure, appreciate buddy. it. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Underhood Show presented by Mel Hamilton Racing. And this is our last of our 2024. Who's your heroes? Landon Huffman, how are you, buddy? Good. How are y'all? Well, you know, for a Friday afternoon, not too bad. So, uh, hey, thanks for coming spending some time with us. But most importantly, hey, congratulations on being a Hoosier 2024 hero driver. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Um, it's been it's been an experience this weekend. I've never been here to BRI. So, really? Yeah, to come here for the first time, I... I didn't really know what to expect. I mean, my dad had told me that you could walk all day 
And I mean, that you would get tired of walking and I didn't really believe him, but I, I see now what he is talking about. Yeah, you can definitely get uh, wore out here. My feet hurt, my legs hurt, my back hurts. Uh, we still got a whole day left to go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I tell everybody too, you can walk it all three days, walk this whole place. I don't think you'd walk at all of it. That's for sure. So, yeah, not if you actually want to stop and look at something. No, so. That's for sure. So Lana, you're driving a late model asphalt car. Uh, but tell us your racing career. How long have you been doing it? Where you been? How you started? Where you grew up? Through all that kind of stuff. Uh, I started when I was six, and I started in dirt go karts. Dirt. All right. How about that, Nick? There we're we dirt, go. We got some dirt, dirt guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, I ran those off and on for like about two 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 to three years. Yeah. And uh, then we kind of started taking it more serious, and we were able to get to the track more. So I kind of went full time in that, like all year round. Like we never had an off season that stuff. So. Oh yeah. We uh, we went with that for about the next you know seven or so until this past year, and I uh, started in the late models past year. So just one year so far in, in the late models. Yes, sir. So uh, how was twenty twenty three? It was good. I mean, it started off pretty good. Um, it, my first car race was you know the first race of the season, so we uh, it was a pretty big field. Um, we I don't remember how we did in that one. It was so long ago. I really I can't remember. I but the second one we did win. All right, second time I did a second win. Second time yeah. car won the race. Yeah, not bad. Not too uh, bad for town this size, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, uh, we uh, the next week we got in a wreck. Uh, somebody got loose on our outside and cut a right rear and backed in the fence. So we uh, got a new rear clip put on it. And then after that, we kind of struggled for the rest. I mean, really, the rest of the year, all the way up to the end. And uh, right there at the end, we we got a good bit better. We went to one of the biggest races of the year, last race, and finished sixth. So. Where's that at? Uh, Florence. Okay. It was South Carolina 400. So do you think you say you struggled? Do you think that just couldn't get the car back quite right? right think, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Uh, it always kind of happens. You think they can get them built back right, but it's, it's always just something not quite right. So anyway, so 2024, what's what's your schedule like? What's you looking like? Um, well, I'm for sure going to be back in the late model. Um, I don't know what I'll be racing, like what series or anything yet. We don't know if we're going to run some NASCAR weekly stuff or if we're going to try and go for like a car store deal or something like that. We don't really know yet, but... Uh, we're in the middle of figuring it out. I guess it's pretty early in the season, too. I get that part, too. To know what's so what going on. Uh, What all tracks have you raced so far in the late model? Um, I went to Hickory, and that's kind of where we ran all year. And that's where you won, right? Yeah. Cool. Um, and then we went to Tri-County twice. Um, and then the last race of the year, we went to Florence. That cool. was it. Cool. So what's your, we kind of know your short-term plan. What's, what's kind of your long-term plan, goals and stuff like that you have for yourself? Um, I'm kind of – I want to be, you know, in NASCAR Cup Series one day. I mean, all I right. feel like, you know – Every kid growing up, that's what they want to be. You know, there's it. there's only 36 spots, so yeah. you know you gotta you gotta work hard for it. But uh, I mean, if it's not that, one of NASCAR top three series, I mean, you know, that's sure. where I would like to be. Or, I mean, if it was you know dirt road course, anything, I got, as long as I get to drive, I'm you know no I'm matter. happy. So you know, talking to all the different drivers and stuff like that, and you know, we talked to some of them. Uh, no dirt, no open wheel, no this. I'm only doing this, that kind of thing. So I love to hear that you're excited to do whatever it is to go race and have fun with. Uh, from that part, but uh, got a favorite track? Um, probably Florence. Florence, yeah. And where's it at again? It's in South Carolina. It's in South Carolina. What sets it off? What makes it your favorite? Um, it's no grip. They're very low grip. Um, like so you're on the wheel all the time. Yes, all the time. Like it was a 250 lap race, so we had to save. Like we had a halfway yellow, which the first you know half everybody was kind of going. I was just kind of riding, just trying to figure out where I needed to be at. I'd never ran a race that long, so I really I didn't know what to expect. And how big was the racetrack? Uh I couldn't tell you. It's it's small. It's a short track. Gotcha. So um 
It was uh, 250 laps, though. Yeah. Halfway through, got a break. Yeah. Um, and then the last half, I, I just kind of rode, you know, and then uh, we, we moved forward a little bit when the second half started, you know, just kind of settled in, rode. And then uh, there towards the end, picked off a few more who had uh, kind of burned their tires up a little bit. But uh, I, I like that track just because, you know, the aspect of saving tires. I really like that, you know. I didn't know how much I would, but once I actually did it, I uh, I figured out I do like it a lot. So when that 250 lap race, no co- no pit stops other than the halfway caution. Yeah, right? right. Okay, so strength, endurance, all that kind of stuff. I mean, were you there, ready to go, or do you? Is it time to get in the gym, or how's that work too? Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like working out over the off season. I mean, working out overall is very important. I feel like, but I mean. I went to the shop every day, you know, woke up at five, didn't really get home till eight or nine most of the time. Yeah. So we, uh, I didn't really have time to work out. So as long as I was in shape at the beginning, I was going to be fine for the rest just because I feel like once you race every weekend, like that helps you too to keep yeah, saying, yeah, it keeps you in shape. So whether it's, you know, like you might not be in shape to go play like soccer or something like that where you're running the whole time, but I feel like to drive a race car, you're fine. Yeah. You know, I watch the you know, like your goal to get the NASCAR and stuff, but I look at those NASCAR drivers; they're all fit and trim. You know, that part. Yeah. they're not like Sterling Marley used to be. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From that part. So, uh, uh, what are you excited for for twenty four? What are you thinking? Um, just to race again. I mean, I think we'll be on a bigger scale this year, like racing against better people. Um, you know, bigger teams. I'm excited for that, just because like uh, that's kind of what we ran against in the South Carolina four hundred. It was. Uh, more like you know bigger teams like you know dale jr was there josh berry all those guys so i mean i like when i got to the end of that race and i was up front i was like looking at who i'm around i'm like oh my god that's yeah, josh that's, berry that's like pretty cool, i watched that guy on tv yeah <laughs> yeah so do we so yeah so uh what uh how many races you, th- you know of course you don't know what you're doing for 24 yet uh will you drive anything else in 24 than the late model um I mean, as of right now, no. But if I got the opportunity to go do something, I would for sure go do it. Okay. So, uh, you want to, anybody you need to thank to get you up and down the highway every day and all that kind of good stuff or your um, sponsors and everything? My mom and my dad, first off. I mean, without them, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. And then uh, Mark and Jerry Webb, they're the team owners for the team I drive for. And they've funded me all this year. And they've, they've really done a lot for me. Without them, there's no way I'd be in a late model. So, um, you know, big thanks to them. But, uh, I mean, other than them, that's about it. I get it. It takes a lot to get these cars up and down the road. Trust me. I know I get it. Me and Nick run my, a crew with my son running a dirt modified. So we get what it takes and everything. But it's curious how the different things that you go through and stuff like that, too. So uh, anyway, you know, just congratulations on being a hero driver. And then that class you've got over there with those guys, that's a pretty cool class. I should say, guys, there's, there's quite a few girls in there, too. That uh, Yeah, definitely a good group. So. So anyway, Landon, uh, thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit. Congratulations again. I know you're going to be a great ambassador for Hoosier. That's our biggest thing. We're the, again, like, well, we're the Hoosier distributor for Kansas, Colorado, and Nebraska. And then we got a huge race store inside our dealership that we sell a ton of parts and stuff. And uh, are you going to get on the simulator? I will. I was looking at it before I came over I here. I saw you standing over there. <laughs> yeah. So let's get on. Let's see what kind of time you can get done on that thing. Let's see if you can get that fast time out of there for us. That's a gonna. It's a dirt modified at Eldoro, so I don't. So, I'll figure it out. I know you. Will. I think you'll be fine. <laughs> you just so. Hey, thanks for hanging out for, for a little bit, Landon. Congratulations on being a 2024 Hoosier Hero driver. And everybody, thanks for watching. And we're going to talk to you tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock Central, 9 a.m. Cent- uh, Eastern uh, Central Time. 10, 10 a.m. Eastern, God, 9 a.m. Central. There we go. Got it straight. Tomorrow morning at our normal time, we were going to have some Hoosier drivers on them, but they're all been done today. So uh, 
Josh and I and Nick and Nick will get on here tomorrow morning. And uh, maybe we'll find another special guest to put on here. Who knows? Who knows? We might do it for everybody else. too. Stay tuned. Everybody. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you in the morning.